Captain's Mog, Star Moogle, Final Fantasy.6, I'm Captain Britain. And I'm Siren Pat. These are the voyages of the starship USS Girlboss, our ongoing mission. To explore new Trek episodes, to seek out old Trek both cringe and based, and to boldly go to TAS Episode 4. Trek the podcast is here. Communist, unless we have a less leftist guest, Patrick and Britain, talking, joking, farting, and shitting all about Star Trek. Like our buttholes, the show is wrecked. Soy Trek, the podcast is here, so listen to Soy Trek. Right in your ears. Welcome to the bridge, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. I'm Captain Britain. This podcast is Soy Trek. What's your name? I'm Patrick. Welcome to the bridge, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. I like I like your um uh uh this American life or uh Oh my radio voice. Yeah, yeah. My NPR voice. NPR that's the voice. I'll, I'll be doing him. this entire episode. Oh, NPR voice. In an NPR voice. <laughs> This is uh, this is Soy Trek, the podcast where two Trekkies do ask themselves every week: Can you just take our youth and drown us in a giant urn already, please? Yeah, I would love that. That'd be my be my preferred way to go. I, I th- especially by some pretty ladies, some pretty Aryan ladies. No, no <laughs> it is weird though. Let's be honest. Let's yeah, be honest. That was kind of weird. Like yeah. you think you think it would be like the. Um, the salt vampires that took the form of their of their right, um, right, right, right. of their uh, uh, most desirable thing because like yeah because Spock I think well it, we'll, we'll we'll get yeah, into yeah, this yeah. this is what we're gonna talk about <laughs> later today but for now as you may have noticed oh we've got ads well so uh, don't ads. Want to listen to this without ads? Well, Soyagers, for as little as $2 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. And not only get ad-free episodes, but you get them in high-quality stereo. And instead of having to wait like everybody else for them to trickle out over the week, you get them all at once, baby. Oh, shit. Also, if you're super cool and pay us $5 or more, excuse me, per month, oh, I can't burp on it with NPR voice <laughs> So um, we mention your name and say thank you. To contributors just like the Dylan Moore, or sorry, the, the Dan Morrison Foundation, the mm. Dylan Lance Fund, oh. the Ian Killia Triumvirate, the Jonah Hearn Reich. Wait, no. Jordan Hale, Shane Sawyer, Nick Savard, David Craningsight, Adam Zendel, Cappies, Emma Glavish, and Electric Baphomet. Thank y'all. Yeah, thank y'all. All All of these people are cool as hell and give us money and deserve a weighted blanket. So if you're in any position to give them a weighted blanket or maybe want to snuggle them underneath a weighted blanket. Yeah. We love a weighted blanket. It's nice Uh, and weighted. I'm not a big fan, actually. Well, you're wrong. (laughs) You're wrong, Pat. I I guess. Yeah, you're wrong about a lot. So get used to it, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so also if you give $10 or more a month, you get full access to my Plex server, the media dungeon, uh, which has about 15,000 films 
and over 500 shows updated daily with brand new stuff just like Fastlane, uh, Fast uh, a series from 2002, um, show run by McGee, the guy who oh, did really? the Charlie's Angels film. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and he also didn't he, he uh, directed uh, one of the new Terminator, newer Terminator That sounds movies. right. I think yeah. he might have done that, yeah. Um, I also just got The Monsters Today. Did you know that they rebooted the Monsters in the late 80s with like an entirely new cast? I did not. They did, and it's weird. Mm. Uh, I also got... Uh, Wait, uh, so there's no... Um, but oh, but it, it's still like Herman Munster and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's like just a, a straight-up reboot from the 80s. Uh, I thought it would be like Munster's The New Generation, Next Generation, where they would be like... No, that new, would be new, cool. New monsters. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially if like they had like monsters, like one of them's like George Bush, like CIA director, <laughs> like a, a real monster. Like you got the Dulles brothers, <laughs> real war criminals. Now that's our real monsters. Oh, hey, now we're talking, baby. Um, so uh, also, I just got Vinny and Bobby, which is a little known series that stars hmm. Mr. Matt LeBlanc, pre Friends, where he plays like a handyman. Oh, shit. And also. Uh, William Shatner's A Twist in the Tale, which mm. was a TV series that only uh, ever aired in New Zealand in the late 90s, where William Shatner tells stories. It's like an anthology that series. sounds terrifying. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, I also got uh, What is Good uh, is uh, For All Mankind, the show that uh, Ronald D. Moore is show running right now. Hmm. Uh, yeah, real good. I, I even watched that. Mm. What's, it, what's it on? Uh, it's on Apple tv oh yeah that's right yeah. uh also i just got alf the animated series which i didn't know existed oh i love that i watch mm -hmm. that show all the time oh yeah but also did you know that alf tales exists which is a spin-off of that where the the characters from alf the animated series just like replay and reenact like classic fairy tales and shit it's awesome well you have yeah, access go the, watch yeah, it the, buddy. Al the alf cartoon uh takes place on milmac Oh, that's so you see the Alf, uh, Alf's family. Mm. Do you, would you fucking Alf? Probably not. Yeah, it's really hairy. I'm, not, yeah. I'm, I'm more into twinks, and like Alf is like the exact opposite of a twink. I mean, he's tiny, but he's like, he's like if if if, uh, if there was a alien planet that only had people from Chicago on it, <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just like they're just like oh yeah, like this no, I think I honestly I think it's more Milwaukee than Chicago. Yeah. it's a little deeper, like flyover. Yeah, just like dudes. Uh, <laughs> Like just a bunch of fat guys who just drink shitty beer and, and they wear Hawaiian shirts even though they've never been to Hawaii or even oh, yeah. like, or yeah, even right. a beach mm -hmm. like they've never even seen like the mm -hmm. ocean yeah and they just like, like guys who have never left their hometown <laughs> yeah and they're just like you know what I really just love watching football and drinking beer and mm -hmm. wearing my Hawaiian shirts because they they it de it uh, definitely covers my fatness <laughs> but they have he has a really big nose so do you think that means something Dan that could. Do you, you know think, what happened to do you know, you know what I think he is? I think he's French. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah the French sense. have really big noses. Do you know uh, the dad from Elf got caught smoking crack and having sex with uh, with uh, male prostitutes? Don't hate. Yeah, I mean. Don't uh, hate. I, I, he was living his life. Don't hate. <laughs> so, I mean, unless he's out there, like, being, like, a Republican senator, like, trying to come down on people like that. Like, yeah. smoking crack in fucking male prostitutes, like, 
especially if he's like retired or whatever who cares that rocks yeah he's giving money to sex workers hopefully they're being safe yeah he's he's getting his rocks off and getting his rocks in his crack pipe his crack rocks that is (laughs) which you know we we can't hate on that like i'm not you know unless it's a really big problem as well you know if he's like cheating on his wife and destroying his family doing this that's not good no but neither of those things should be illegal in the first place yeah let the dude live yeah, let let people smoke crack and fuck male prostitutes. That rocks. Yeah, fucking gigolos is cool. I'm good. <laughs> Getting your dick wet. Getting their dick wet. Mm. I think is. I don't know. You can do it either way. I guess some yeah. gigolos bottom. Mm. Not all gigolos bottom. Mm. I think that's what the song. You know, I'm just a gigolo, and everywhere I go, I think it should be about like everyone wants to top me don't want to bottom they ain't got them i like that song yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think david lee roth should do that mm. yep anyway <laughs> <laughs> once again that's uh, patreon.com slash dumb idiot bs that's dumb idiot and the letters bs which stand for bullshit but they also stand for borg semen Oh, yeah, they do. Which we learned in the last episode, Borg now stands for um, Blackout Rage Gallon, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which we didn't get the recipe for. No, I mean, well, it's it's pretty much like any, any you can make all types of stuff, and they label them all different ways, and mm. like, uh, they, they, I saw a thing where they were lam- naming them like Justin Borger. Mm. I'm like, that's not very clever at all. I mean, there was a time, one time I made my, uh, me and my friends, we made our own Four loco. Okay, so how did you do that? Explain. Uh, we dissolved... Um, No-dose? Uh, yeah, caffeine pills and Jolly Ranchers and vodka. Then we mixed that with uh, malt liquor and then drank that. So I'm guessing that was like an early Borg. Because like it was after they after they took after they um, my my liver had a reaction to that recipe like it <laughs> it it winced I, it hurt for a moment. There is a picture of me passed out on the couch after drinking this. You think like the like making it the four loco recipe with the caffeine pills dissolved into it mm-hmm. would make you uh, wake you up? It made me pass out, and uh, I was late to work, and I and that was the day before Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> wow, wow. So I. Uh, I mean, one of the first times I got, like, really drunk was at, like, a, uh, was it a bachelor party? No. Maybe. It was a birthday or a bachelor party or something. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, I got so fucking plowed, but it was on, um, I think, Monster Vodkas. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the Kirkland Vodka. Oh, God. I just put that in an energy drink and just drink it up. I actually passed out with my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was there. There are pictures, and like everyone drew on me because I was the first one to pass out. But there are pictures that look absolutely demonic of some guy with like fucking dicks and shit all over his face, and then my eyes are like, it's like I look like a a possessed demon who came to like kill everyone because they, they probably drug, checked to, dicks they, on my face. They probably checked to see if you were still breathing. They're like, okay, it's fun to make. It's fun. To <laughs> hey, wait, wait. wait, wait, check his pulse again. Okay, okay, oh, bring, right, bring, right. give me give me the sharpie again. That was yeah. good. Wait, wait, they put a they put a mirror to your to your mouth to make sure they see breath on it. <laughs> okay, oh, so always do the breath test, people. Do the breath test. Always do the breath test. Anyway, um, speaking of the breath test, what we what we get into this week? Uh, the animated series season one, episode four. Hell yeah, we did. Tell me. 
God damn it. You put it on loop. Did I put it on loop? I don't think I did. It's not on loop. I don't know why I did it again, man. <laughs> I don't know why I did it again. I'm so sad. <laughs> anyway, uh, this week we watched uh, the animated series, season one, episode four, The Lorelei Signal. Mm. Uh, this one first aired on September 29th, 1973. Um, sixth episode produced in TAS, but the fourth episode released in TAS. Hmm. They were done kind of all out of order for the most part. That's fun. Uh, this one was directed once again by Hal Sutherland, who did the entire first season of TAS, and written by Margaret Arman, who hmm. uh, wrote two episodes of the original series. Uh, two very unremarkable episodes, The Gamesters of Trichelion and The Paradise Syndrome. Neither of which are particularly great. I think they're like season two or three episodes. No. They're, you know. this, and this is a very female-focused episode. It is very female-focused, yeah, but one. also it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, we'll, 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 like, not the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does does I, I don't I don't think it has like necessarily like the the best view of of like women. I mean, it's 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 the t- of the times, you could say. Sure. Yeah. But even still, it was 1973. Like, I mean, well, this whole thing is of the time. Like, all the women are still wearing like mini dresses, mini on, skirts. Yeah. yeah so. Just <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, we start off. Captain's log. Start eight five four eight three point seven. This is Kirk. Um, excuse me. Not burp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Captain, Captain Burp. burp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Enterprise is en route through an unfamiliar sector of space, where a series of Earth Federation ships have disappeared mysteriously during the last 150 years. So like a, a fucking a Bermuda Triangle of space, mm. if you will. Um, <clears throat> recent joint discussions... Uh, with the Klingon, we should totally go there, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. It's crazy. I bet we could figure out, man, with magnets, dude. But it won't happen to us because we're better than them. Yeah, like, we're smarter, uh, man. One hundred fifty ships disappeared there. Mm-hmm. Whatever, man. One hundred fifty-one didn't, so we're good. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. But I'm different. R.I.P. Bozo. <laughs> Uh, so, recent joint discussions with the Klingon and Romulan empires have revealed that a starship has disappeared in the sector precisely every 27.346 star years. Mm. Perhaps they shouldn't send anyone there every 27.346 <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's it's, it's very weird they decide to send it on that short, sort of interval. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, uh, and they told him too, they're like, yeah, someone disappears uh, every this period of time. You should go there exactly then. <laughs> and also, I gotta, I gotta wonder too. Um, so this happens every twenty-seven years, mm-hmm. and it's happened a hundred. Fi- well, it's only, I guess, it's only happened during the last hundred fifty years. 
a series of uh, Earth Federation ships, not 150 ships. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay, never mind. I was confused about that, too. I oh, thought yeah. it was 150 ships, but it's not. It's just, uh, apparently, because it's been happening for 150 years, six ships. Oh, that's it. Five or six ships. This is this is probably the sixth one. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. All right. Um, the Enterprise arrives in the region where the series of ships have all disappeared moments before the next time period is to occur. Mm. Captain Kirk orders Ahura to take the ship to yellow alert in preparation of the unknown. And so she pees on his face because that's what <laughs> yellow alert means in that community. That's the best thing about a future, you know? <laughs> you don't have to pay for chickpea. Yeah, right? It's like uh, <laughs> it's like Utopia is like a brass... Uh, what was that band? Something against brass? Oh, bra- uh, God. Uh, brass Against. Brass Against, yeah. I where think the, so. Yeah, where the girl peed on the guy's yeah. face. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I wish it were me. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're looking for a new co-host. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so at the exact moment they were preparing for, Uhura receives a strong subspace radio signal, which she says sounds more like music than a message. Spock, however, notes that the ship is being probed and that its source originates from a star system located approximately 28 light years away. Kirk notes that it must be a very powerful signal to be able to reach from that far away. Spock further identifies the source as the Tarian system, a small sector at the extreme edge of their sector. Um, have you ever been extreme edged? Hmm. What'd you say? Maybe by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've definitely, I used to do like edge shows on cam. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Make some scrilla. Yeah. And by Edge, I mean I would just uh, dress up as the wrestler Edge. <laughs> oh, yeah. A wrestler and actor who started Money Plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starring the Grunch. Yeah. What was, what was what was Kelsey Grammer's name in that? The the Groat or... <laughs> the, the, I think... I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so uh, the male bridge crew, including Kirk, Spock, and Scotty, all feel as though a signal is calling to them. Yeah. <laughs> Ahura notes no uh, resemblance in the message to a summons that the male members seem to be sensing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be cool if it was an actual summons and they got somewhere and they're like, you have to be on this jury now. Yeah. It's just an all-white male jury, so you guys were chosen. Yeah, you, you, or, or they're being like, or like uh, they're served. Oh, like, yeah, oh, the, yeah. They, all, they, all child support. Yeah they, get, yeah, they get there and like they're like, oh, we heard this beautiful noise out in space. And then like it's like, uh, and then like the uh, the Lorelei people like just take their pet masks off and it's actually just like a, a process server. <laughs> like, you've, been, you've been served. It's it's all their babies' mamas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, her notes no resemblance in the message to a summons that the male members seem to be sensing. Which brings uh, me to my first point. If a group of men all agrees on something and a woman, especially a black woman, disagrees with all of them, she is literally always 100% right all of the time. Mm -hmm. Never in history has a black woman been like, you white boys crazy, Mm -hmm. and she been wrong. Yeah. That's never happened. Mm -hmm. Always correct. Trust black women. Absolutely. Um, Kirk notes Ahura's opinion and has Lieutenant Oryx, uh, played by Scotty, mm-hmm. uh, or James Doohan, rather, uh, continue to proceed the Enterprise to the Tarian system at warp 
seven. That's pretty damn fast. <laughs> oh, I guess because yeah, they're being they're all getting. Horny. Oh yeah, and it's like twenty eight light years away. Oh yeah. Like, so I mean, if they were at warp one, it would take them twenty eight years. <laughs> And they'd already be old by the time they got there. Like, we can't use you. You're already fucking old. <laughs> Don't have any sperm we can take. I mean, this is this is, this this is an allegory for just being married, I guess. I mean, everything is an allegory for sperm. Yeah. But just like, you know, women suck the life out of you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you hope they suck the sperm out. Instead, <laughs> they take the life with it. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying, everybody? I know, I know what you're saying. Do you know what I'm saying, everybody? Yeah, they know what I'm saying. The people know what I'm saying. The people know. Hell yeah. Put that one on the board, motherfucker. (laughs) All right, that's enough of that. (laughs) You've you've lost the soundboard privileges. I'm sorry. I'll do better next time. So, uh, en route, Ahura summons Nurse Chapel to the bridge, and uh, this is actually played by um, Majel Barrett. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. which is awesome. Good to to see that. Um, Yeah. Uh, to observe the male reaction to the message the Enterprise is receiving. And I do like that they're, like, centering women and, like, women actually getting shit done yeah. in this episode. That's pretty cool. Uh, moments later, and it also shows that males are fucking weak and powerless when it c- comes to strong women. Yeah. Um, which is a good lesson to learn in life. You kind of wonder, though, what would have <laughs> happened if um, if the men were gay or the women were gay? That's a great question. I mean... What do you mean, what would have happened if the men are gay? <laughs> uh, they are. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Three three men their age don't go camping together <laughs> in their 50s unless they're broke backing mountains together. Yeah, you know that's true. Yeah, they're they're having a conga line. <laughs> pants off. <laughs> doing an Eiffel Tower. Yeah, doing an Eiffel Tower. Uh, yeah, they're doing they're doing you, it all. They, well, they, they, they call it, they call it, they, they call it the tour of the tour of the tour of the world. <laughs> all right, we're doing that. Let's go. Uh, let's first go to Europe. Let's do the Eiffel Tower, and then we'll go to uh, to uh, South America and do the Conga Line. And, I mean, if uh, they go to the holodeck, uh, they can make it uh, around the world in eighty days. <laughs> <laughs> And they don't have a holodeck. So you know what? And they could they could have like an event like that with like transporter technology. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, travel with transporter technology would be so much easier. You, yeah. you could work like anywhere you wanted. Yeah. Go anywhere you wanted, anytime. Travel wherever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Do do around the world in eighty days. Yeah. <laughs> love, to, love to see it. Um so Moments later, a uh, the male crew members began to experience audio-visual hallucinations created by the probe. Spock receives a suggestion that likens the signal to a Vulcan marriage drum. Kirk receives one of a beautiful woman holding a flower in front of him. <laughs> Dr. McCoy receives one consisting of magnolias in blossom, so we know Bones is gay now. <laughs> like... Spock, Spock, obviously, like, a marriage drum. He's really into ritual and shit. Yeah. Kirk, it should have been, like, a woman hold, like, like throwing a condom in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> you know, holding a flower, I guess, was a symbology for that. But then Bones, like, 
his big thing, what he's really horny for, it's like magnolias. Well, magnolias and bloom is 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 code for like just like a spread gaping butthole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just he's just like oh yeah the the flowers and bloom if you, could, <laughs> you know, if you catch my drift. Yeah, uh, a prolapsed anus <laughs> is like a pink lily. You see, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you ever seen a pink lily in bloom? And just as fragrant. <laughs> <laughs> but let me let me guarantee you it's gonna hurt a lot more um and you're gonna like it uh yeah so he's he sees flowers um <laughs> both ahura and chapel note no visions um and who then uh to kirk who then requests that dr mccoy report to the bridge and take a medical scan of them mm-hmm. um this is the point where you put women in charge yeah, I like it. It's uh, it's interesting that they didn't recognize that they're all. I mean, Spock did though. Spock recognized that he is un, he's under being he's being under suggestion. Mm-hmm. He he comments on it, uh, but he keeps going along with it. He's going along with it, and yeah, like he's like, he, this is very irregular for me to keep doing this. Yeah. It's like it's it's like he yeah he's like. Yeah, like cheating on his wife and fucking a woman. He's like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't be doing this. This is so <laughs> naughty. My wife's going to hate me for this. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, instead he has the, he has the ability to recognize it's off, but he still goes along. And it, it, it really, he should have been like, logically, we are, all the men are being affected by this one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Lieutenant Yuhura, you are now in charge or something. Right. Yeah. You should get us away from this thing immediately. And they know and that's another thing where they know that like all the ships have disappeared. Also, all, <laughs> and like, and like, do they not see that this is connected? Also, um, Sulu. Well, Sulu. Sulu at this point is straight. They don't gay him up until AOS. Yeah, I mean, and plus, like, you know, that's a big thing. To Kai says, um, yeah, he thought it, Sulu is straight. Yeah, because he w- he has like a family of like biological children. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I you you can do that as a gay man, but like you know, also yeah. you know, yeah, he's, he's straight. Like and that that's yeah. how he played the character. Yeah, like he intentionally didn't. It wasn't as himself because mm-hmm. he he's gay and he didn't want the character to be gay. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, yeah, I mean Sulu. I mean, what? Well, we don't know about Eric's though. I mean, we don't know shit about Eric's. That's true. I mean, is Eric's? Does he? Do they have a gender? Who knows? Yeah, right. What if they've got like a, a big old like tarantula dick and then <laughs> like a big old spider pussy too? And they can shoot out webs and shit and lay egg sacs and whatever. Yeah, because he has three arms, and I'm guessing he had like they're like, oh, of course he has three legs, and he's like, that's not a motherfucking leg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, one of them is, but the other two. I mean, yeah, one, of, to, one to, of them is a leg. To, I just hop around. The other two, you can touch them and find out. <laughs> you know, you can find out the hard way if you know what I mean. They play your guesses. And if you're right, you'll get a surprise. <laughs> Bingo. Bingo, bango. Um, so, ship's log, stardate. 5483.8 Engineering Officer Scott in command. We are in orbit around. Or should I do this as Scotty? Probably. Yeah. <clears throat> Ship's log. Stardate 5483.8 Engineering Officer Scott in command. We are in orbit around Planet 2 in the Talarian system. 
Probes and sensors indicate that there was once a vast civilization here. Oh, lovely, lovely. However, life readings are sparse and concentrated. Captain Kirk is beaming down with scouting party to investigate. I kind of went into Chekhov territory, sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know. Quickly, Scottish to, to Russian. Scottish, Russian. It's all the same. They're just drunk on different grain alcohols, let's yeah, be honest. Exactly. Yeah, no big deal. Um, so, Ahura and Chapel analyzed the probe's data uh, the Enterprise has been receiving, noting that their figures do not match up with Spock's, counting at least sensor readings that seem to be off. Down on the planet's surface, the away party consisting of Kirk, Spock, McCoy, and Lieutenant Carver, who's wearing a red shirt, Uh and he's played by James Doohan. (laughs) Uh, Once again, Doohan doing double duty on this one. Also, um, Majel Barrett and... um, Oh, fucking Uhura, sorry. Uh, Nichelle Nichols both play like three different characters on the Simpsons. Yeah. Because it's all women. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, although I would have loved to have heard James Doohan's. <laughs> like, uh, there's, there's a, just happens to be. Oh, a, I am just. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't there's, do. There's just like, a woman that looks exactly like him. Just, <laughs> like she has the white hair. She, she has it, the mustache already too. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just painted over with makeup. <laughs> Hello, boys. <laughs> 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 you, you know who you sound exactly like uh, is uh was a peg big head from fucking Rocky's oh, Modern yeah. Life. Yeah, you sound exactly like her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Ed. Yeah. Oh, Ed. <laughs> oh, Ro- Rocco, come here. Oh, Rocco, you're such a man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're such a man. Rocco. <laughs> man, you're really good at yeah. If they ever reboot that show. Yeah, I'm I put, know I'm, who they're gonna I'm call. Put, I'm putting my putting my uh, put, put your dick into it. Put, put my your dick into it. Put your whole pussy into that Rocco's Modern I'll, Life. I'll put my whole pussy into it. <laughs> put, put your whole pussy into that kangaroo cartoon. And my and my, <laughs> and my, and my bussy's getting clean because I got that tushy. I got that bidet. Oh, is he a is he a wallaby or is he a kangaroo? I think he's a wallaby. I think you're right. Yeah, that was a that was an insane show. It's amazing. Yeah, I still watch it. I have it on my server. It's, oh, do you? It's it's, it's insane. It's, it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I, like they literally the um the like the fast food restaurant that's like in the series is called the Choking Chicken. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like come on. They, they snuck in so many adult jokes and stuff into that show and good times, good times, good times. You know what? They didn't sneak anything adult into. Huh. It's this. Um, <laughs> so, on the planet's surface, the scouting party consisting of Kirk, Spock, McCoy, and Carver encounter a series of structures of fantastic architecture that uh, Kirk says was built by, had to have been built by an incredibly advanced race. Uh, Carver offers to take tricorder readings, but Kirk assigns the task and said to Spock, I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, McCoy notes that there is something compelling about the location, and Kirk agrees. Why Why do they send just all of the guys that have been affected by this down to the surface? Like, it makes sense to put the women in charge of the ship, but they should also maybe send women down to the surface. I think also, like, well, I think the guys are very eager to go down because like oh yeah they're like that pussy be calling yeah they're all getting they're all like getting edged and they need to bust hell yeah i know a thing or two about that (laughs) i know a thing or two about edge of wwe and money plane fame he does rock 
And he's rock. the rated R superstar. Yeah. He's actually like legitimately one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Like his, uh, his tables, ladders and chairs series in, you know, attitude era WWE. Yeah, he was With the Hardy the, Boys, holy shit! Yeah, he holy was shit. in the uh, Resurrection of Jake the Snake documentary. I was like, oh shit! Oh, yeah. Now he just looks like a normal dude. Yeah. <laughs> but but he's still got his acting career now. I guess. Hell yeah! So Spock observes uh, that the urgency of their feelings suggests. No wait, um, Tur- Carver. Oh, no, I already got that. So Spock offer observes that the urgency of their feelings suggests. Uh, visual compulsion and advises remaining at the distance until he can determine the extent of its influence. Kirk disregards Spock's statement, noting that they do not seem to be in any immediate danger and the group enters the main building in front of them. Inside, they discover a great hall lined with several female statues, which is, uh, I think, what... um, what uh, like archaeologists call dildos, mm. like yeah, mating, mating ritual statues and <laughs> shit like that. Uh, where uh, several blonde, uh, blue-eyed females <laughs> greet them, who I mean, like all look the same. And like uh, Bones is like grabbing one. He's yeah. like, it's like my my lilies in bloom, my lilies in bloom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's just got his dick in a statue. Yeah. Uh, so uh, suddenly, several blonde. Blue-eyed females greet them. Uh, they look like you know the the you know the all of the female news anchors on Fox News. They do, um, just like incredibly Aryan. The head female welcomes the scouting party, fully aware of each male's identity already, as it was revealed to them by their updo odd. <laughs> Spock scans. I like the, how that that clearly like the writer was just trying to think of like a silly like a like a science fiction name and it's like um the it's odd helicopter opter copter popter pod. So Spock scans the females and observes that they are indeed humanoid, uh, with many internal differences, including endocrinology variations. Noting that their bodies mm. appear to function. In, on an unusual psychokinesis level. Mm. Means they always horny. They always horny. They always horny. Just like the Betazoids. Yeah. Psychokinetic, horny. Only if they brought Luxwana Troy onto this. God. I, I mean, mean, they well, technically did. Technically did. Yeah. Some, uh, you know, uh, nurse, uh, nurse Chapel mm-hmm. up on that. Uh, she horny. She, she horny. horny. She, we know she horny. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Uh, Thela, played by Michelle Barrett, uh, the head female, is what she calls herself because she gives head. <laughs> she gives she gives the head to all the females. So. Uh, welcomes the scouting party, fully aware of their identity, uh, as it was revealed to them by their octopus. I mean, they got twenty seven years between dudes. Yeah, right. I mean, what else are they gonna do? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. It's uh, it, it's basically like all of the lesbian porn from like the late eighties to yeah. like late nineties. Mm-hmm. It's just all like Aryan women. Mm. That's it. Not so this seems like a, like the start of like a high concept sci-fi porno. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I prefer it not be hentai, but yeah, some people are into that. Mm-hmm. It's your favorite anime. I wonder if there's a Star Trek hentai. I would say so. I mean, there's enough. I'm sure there's enough if you were to type that into Google. Well, you know what? So if there is, in fact, a Star Trek hentai, we will be reviewing that. <laughs> You're welcome, oh God. everybody. So uh, 
Thila reveals that the tonally controlled opto-odd to the scouting party, noting that it will reveal whatever is asked of it. Mm. She explains that they are honored that the Enterprise was able to answer their call as she invites the crew to feast uh, on a feast that they have prepared for their guests. Mm. In another Captain's Log, Captain's Log, start eight of 5483.9. The beauty of this place is unequaled. It's the answer to all a man's dreams. Exquisite in every way. We're here to investigate. To investigate. The women radiate delight. <laughs> and he trails off. The male scout is like, they radiate more than that, Jim. <laughs> You're dying of radiation poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to shit. You're, gonna, you're, you're shitting your guts right now. <laughs> You're just hallucinating them. <laughs> you're, kiss, you're kissing raw ore. <laughs> don't know what you're doing. We're on a uranium planet. There is no one else here, <laughs> goddammit. Um, so the male scouting party members sit down on pillows as they observe some of the most beautiful women they've ever seen in the galaxy perform various forms of entertainment. First, they bring in a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Did they bring out the ping pong yeah, balls? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. And then, and then <laughs> it's just like it's just like popping out and hitting Spock in the face, and he's just like sitting there impassively. <laughs> and then, then it gets a little darker, and they bring out the eels. <laughs> they bring out the eels. <laughs> um, eels, 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 eels up inside you. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, for Mighty Boosh, the eel song. I don't remember that song. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 it's been a long time since I've watched Mighty Boosh, which is also on my server. And it's oh, Mighty Boosh is awesome. And at Noah Fielding's luxury comedy. I love that show. I never watched it, but I, I have it. It's a little weird. Yeah, I'd imagine. Noah Fielding <laughs> is very weird. I, I like him a lot. He's a funny goth. Yeah. Yeah, we love a funny goth. He's like, um, oh, God, what's that? What's that doofus's name? Um... Uh, I forget his name. Anyway, so yeah. um, <clears throat> McCoy is curious where all the men are and is told that they occupy another compound. <laughs> and uh, and then I think it was either Spock or Kirk was like, makes sense. I'm like, does it? Yeah. Why? That's really weird. Okay. Yeah. Also, like they use the word compound. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like yes. Our, our our alien president, David Correll. <laughs> We're all his women. Yeah. We're all his wives. <laughs> he is the second coming of Christ. Mm. Are you aware? Yeah. McCoy is curious where the men are, and it's told that they occupy another compound. Suddenly, all the males experience fatigue and nearly faint, so the females take them to the slumber chambers to rest. Mm. Which... You know what that means, the slumber chambers. They're going to sleep. Yeah, they're going to get a nice big nap because they just had a big meal. Yeah. They're feeling a little tired. <laughs> Baby a little tired, you know what I'm saying? Oh, they Gotta be, go for nappy time. They serve turkey and red wine. They're feeling a little sleepy, a little tryptophan. Getting, getting they all they're tuckered out. They got that, that Bill Cosby red wine. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, McCoy states uh, that it is probably their nectar, which he says is as potent as Saurian brandy. Damn. Their nectar. Ooh. 
they are on the cream team. They are on the cream team. Um, so after some time, the landing party is revived from their nap. Each is wearing a headband now, and all appear to have greatly aged. Back aboard the Enterprise, Chapel and Uhura coordinate with the ship's female science teams to determine an answer to what the hell is going on. Chapel requests the computer uh, make a summation of medical, biological, and astrophysical scans. The computer determines that the probe from the planet's surface is the uh, is um, targeted at humanoid males. Exposure causes increasing weakness, possibly to the point of death. Uhura assumes command of the Enterprise and calls security officer Davidson, ordering her to assemble an all-woman security detail on the transporter immediately. Let me get the bitches together. Hell yeah. We've got Charlie's Angels up here. I did like how Scotty was just singing like a... Yes. Yeah, that was like... So, so yeah, when they, when they go back to the ship, literally for like 30 seconds of time, mm-hmm. the ship is floating through space and it's just James Doohan going... Hey, with the with the mother and the barn and all the Dale Scotland Hill, and he's just like I, I'm pretty sure they just got James Doohan drunk and yeah. they're like just sing a jig, dude. <laughs> and I was like, yes, do, 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 do. it's it's or so like, weird. Or he goes Chantilly Lake. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he crashes the ship. <laughs> <laughs> you know just what I'm. Red alert. <laughs> yeah. Oh, baby, you know what I like. <laughs> As it rockets towards the surface. <laughs> they inadvertently, that's how they solve the problem. Okay. That's enough of that. Um. So, back aboard the Enterprise, uh, we already got that. Got that. Um, so, Chapel asks Ahura what she's doing, and Ahura tells Chapel, I am taking command. And then it kind of had dramatic music, like what she was doing was wrong or something. <laughs> yeah. Which was really weird. Like, and it's like, like, what? like women will only take command in extreme, in extreme situations. Yeah, when they have to. Yeah. You have to. Um, so, yeah, and really, it wouldn't, it, it's not that. But like she, she's a lieutenant. Yeah, she's like fourth in command of the ship as it is. Yeah, like like fifth or something. I don't know. Yeah, like it, it would. It's not. It's not out of the realm of possibility that she would take could take command of the ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So uh, on the second planet, the headbands of the landing party are now glowing mm-hmm. as they approach Thela and request to return to their si- ship so they m- may resume their duties and be on their way. But Thela will not allow them to return saying that all the men on the Enterprise are needed. Mm. But she doesn't specify for what. It's their cum. <laughs> like, why would it be the men unless they need their cum, right? I mean, they were looking a little dehydrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, why do you think they're feeding them their nectar? <laughs> I mean, getting them all, like, juiced up with the, the feast and stuff, letting them sleep for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what that does for you? That fills your balls, <laughs> baby. Balls. Yeah, you want a good way to fill your balls? Like... The fullest your balls ever are are the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Most people don't know this. But that's where we store our turkey. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where we store the, the tur- turkey and stuffing is stored in the ball. <laughs> yeah. That's why they call it stuffing. Yeah, like, well, not a lot of people know this, but people who have balls, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like a, um, um, 
like a camel back. It's like a camel's exactly back. And, like a camel's and, back. And where camels, but whereas camels store like fluid in their uh-huh. in their hump. Um, uh, well, it's cum, so it's fluid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cum a fluid. I guess comes a fluid. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a fluid. But it's, it, but it's filled with turkey and stuffing. Yeah. I mean, that's why they call it uh, stuffing and dressing. Right? <laughs> and that's why I... I mean, because we put both in the turkey. <laughs> Every Thanksgiving, Brit, you've ruined another Thanksgiving. <laughs> what? No, that's a special season, baby. It's a special sauce. Hello, baby. turkey. <laughs> Hello, turkey. <laughs> so, on the second planet, the headbands at the landing party are now glowing as they approach Thela and request to return, but she won't allow them to return, saying she needs all the men from the Enterprise for their cum. Meanwhile, back on the bridge of the Enterprise, Scotty sits in the captain's chair singing a Welsh ballad. So, this is where it was, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, oh, that, oh, my okay, bad. Yeah, and it's all I, good. I jumped forward a little. It's okay. I was, I was looking forward to talking talking about it as well yeah and we'll talk about it again so scotty yeah. seems to be drunk here and he's just going the mother. and i didn't know it was welsh uh until I, I looked on a thing and it said it was welsh and i was like oh was it about sheep mm. Mm. one must wonder yeah i so, mean they're ready and willing yeah i mean <laughs> what are they gonna say bah <laughs> all right I mean, what are they going to go to the police? Bah! What are the, what are the police going to do? Oh, who did that? No, they're going to be like, what are you doing, cheap? Yeah, I mean, the co- I mean, most likely everyone on the on the island. Even the cops. Everybody. Everybody. They get in, y'all get in that shapussy. Wait, what? <laughs> island? Shapussy. Oh, you're talking about the whole island of England? Yeah. Or, or like, like the UK? The yeah, the UK. Okay, yeah. I mean, the Welsh are more known for having sex with sheep. Yeah. I guess we can include pretty much everyone in the UK. Yeah. Especially Jack Crusher when he was going to school. <laughs> 24-year-old na- Jack Crusher. That's why he was named uh, Crusher. Oh, yeah. And that's why he's, like, so young mm. eternally is because he steals the, the youth from a sheep's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> when he, when he has sex. Your soul is mine. <laughs> he sucks it in through his dick. <laughs> it's like a straw. It's like Can you do me a favor and never make that sound again? <laughs> that's that's a, that's gonna give me nightmares. <laughs> so um Ahura and Chapel enter the bridge. Ahura informs Scott that she is taken to command of the Enterprise and assigns Nurse Chapel as chief medical officer, as things should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so finally, we have a non-racist chief medical officer on the USS Enterprise. Thank God. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> ship's log supplemental. <clears throat> Captain, or sorry, Lieutenant Ahura recording. Due to Chief Engineering Officer Scotty's euphoric state of mind, Drunk. <laughs> Drunk. Yeah. That is that is a very polite way of saying he was wasted. Yeah. Um, and we were just talking about how like no one in, in Star Trek has seemed to like get drunk and crash a ship. Mm-hmm. And yet I think I think Scotty was about to. I think but I think like Scotty drives better when he's had a few because he's Scottish. Oh yeah. And absolutely. so it, it actually made him a better pilot, but like mm-hmm. people who aren't Scottish, they would have definitely with that blood alcohol level would have crashed a ship. 
crushed. They they would have been dead already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they would have died from alcohol poisoning a long time ago. <laughs> I sorry, laddie. You need years of, of abuse to get this far. <laughs> oh, you only have one liver, you say? <laughs> not like we, not like the Scottish people who are born with two. <laughs> we're part Klingon, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right? Most people don't know the, uh, the the Scottish are part Klingon. Yeah, they have redundant livers. Yeah, redundant livers. No dick. <laughs> <laughs> they just traded it. They traded it. Like, they well, got... I'm too drunk to use it anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might as well have two livers. <laughs> it's double the fun, <laughs> half the pleasure. Um, so, <clears throat> on the surface of the planet, the landing party in an aged and weakened state discovers that they have been left alone by the women. Discovering he still has his med kit because uh, they didn't seem to think it was useful, McCoy attempts to find something to alleviate their aging condition. He determines a hy- uh, hypospray of cordophene, a strong stimulant, might be able to help them. So they all get fucking high. Hells yeah. That's pretty sick. Uh, and encouraging it's encouraging uh, recreational drug use. It's also definitely like in, an, in like a needle. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason. Like instead <laughs> of a hypospray, it's just like in a big hypodermic needle. And he's like, let's all share the same needle, guys. I promise I don't have anything weird. Guys want to do some horse. <laughs> I want to do some H. He's like, <laughs> McCoy's actually uh, one of those bug catcher guys. <laughs> really into like giving and spreading AIDS. I can see that. He's like, ah. Guys are in bloom. <laughs> <laughs> Open your flowers up for me. There he goes. <laughs> Someone's in bloom. <laughs> You'll never guess why they call me Bones. <laughs> First off, this. <laughs> and second off, they'll never find your bones. <laughs> right when I'm done with you. <laughs> Um, so upon taking the injections of the strong stimulant, they move about and discover that they are locked within the room. The lock, though, is magnetic, and Spock is able to disrupt its field with the scanner of a medical tricorder. They escape the compound only to be pursued by the females of the planet, and the way they run is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in any cartoon. They're like, they're like floating slowly as they're doing like a Scooby-Doo run. (laughs) But it's like their shadows. It's so funny. Yeah, that, uh, at the be- like the, some of the animations very lazy. Like also uh, in the beginning, I don't know if you noticed that when they did the establishing shot of the bridge. It, yet again, like in the last episode, mm-hmm. the establishing shot was all of them like bracing for impact again. <laughs> like I was just like, oh my god, they're reusing that scene. Like, but they're but they're very clearly bracing for impact. They're all like they're all sitting very weird and like they're and like their arms in weird places. Like that you would do if like the ship was rocking or about to be rocked. Man, when the ship is rocking. Don't bother knocking. Yeah, or the, apparently, if the ship isn't not isn't rocking, uh, sit very weird as if it were. <laughs> hey, why not? You know, it's yeah. a starship. Maybe you never know. Maybe they sit different in the future. Maybe uh, they yeah. figured out a cooler way of sitting. You know, I, I do because like that you, you know what the way we're sitting right now. I gotta say, sucks. It's dumb and it's for yeah. idiots. And we're idiots for sitting like we're sitting. Just There's like, got to be a better way, brother. Well, just like they introduced, like that kind of futuristic way of sitting, where like your knees are on the thing, and then like you're in tucked underneath you, and mm-hmm. your legs are kind of tucked underneath you. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen those future chairs? Like, no, so that yeah. sounds terrible. 
Yeah, I mean, it might be. Wait, do you sit like you're like like you you're sitting on the floor on your knees like a Japanese no, person? No, like it's it's a it's like a chair, and then there's a padded little platform that's that's uh, at an angle and elevated for your knees, and then your legs are kind of like go over and under under you, or over the over the pad and then. Are you sure you're not talking about a massage chair? <laughs> I'll find a picture. Okay, I trust you. But I can't, I can't spatialize this. There's an episode where Bart Simpson sits in one. <laughs> in, that, in the episode when he goes to the gifted class. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so they escape the compound only to be pursued by the females of the planet. And they run around looking for somewhere to hide when suddenly they find... A giant urn. That's a giant urn, and uh, hiding it. Yeah, because why not? They crawl in this. What is basically just like a giant bucket that they can't really climb out of. Yeah, I'm just hiding there. See, here it is. It's on on. It's an ergonomic kneeling chair. Hmm. I mean, I feel like. I guess the feet don't go under; they just like go, yeah, but that's, under. That's fine, I guess. That's whatever. Yeah. And it rocks too. I mean, so does Cleveland. But you don't hear <laughs> me talking about the Drew Carey show every episode, do you? We should be though. But you know what? That's one one pod. There's no podcast for it. There's no podcast that's a Drew Carey watch through. I bet there is. I no. mean, I, there's literally got to be a podcast called Cleveland Rocks that is a Drew Carey show watch through. You can look it up. I don't care. So hiding in the urn, <laughs> the men determined that the headbands they uh, that were put on them are glowing intensely when the women are nearby, and uh, they diminish when the women are not nearby. Spock theorizes that they may, in fact, be polarized conductors, which transfer the men's vital energy or come <laughs> to the bodies of the women. We must not allow... For them to sap our precious bodily fluids. Yeah, right? Yeah. Do you hear that sucking sound? That's Mexico sucking all the cum out of America's <laughs> dick, Texas. Again, this is it's very weird that this is written by a woman considering like it's saying like women just suck the life out of men. I mean, only beautiful young women. Oh, only beautiful this young women. This must be a bitter old woman. <laughs> like an old spinster. <laughs> yeah, just... Her husband just left her for like for for a much younger woman. She's like mm -hmm. these fucking bitches. <laughs> I'm gonna write him into an episode of Star Trek. Oh my god! Yeah, what was the name of the uh, of the ensign that beamed down with him? Um, James Doohan. James Doohan. <laughs> uh, shoot, uh, I don't even remember. Dog, it's way in my notes here. Uh, yeah. Um, Carver. Carver. I, 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 that would be hilarious if that is the last name of her ex-husband. That would make sense. Yeah. Like a first name? <laughs> or it could be. His, That'd be a cool first name. Or she could have gone back to her maiden name. True. And Or it could be either, yeah. And like, <laughs> uh, But yeah, she's just like, he's fucking asshole with his secretary. Uh, so Spock observes that since the men arrived and acquired the headbands, the women have gone from being listless to more energetic and vital, while the men have aged rapidly. By his calculations, 
10 years per day. Mm. McCoy surmises uh, that they will be dead in just four days, which doesn't really make any sense because, like, especially since Bones lives to, I think, 170 mm-hmm. something. Like, he's literally in the first episode of TNG as, like, Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> hey, boy. Yeah, boy. Um, so McCoy surmises that they will de- be dead in just four days because of his Vulcan physiology and longer lifespan. Vulc- uh, Spock volunteers to return to the temple to find the communications so they can contact the ship. Spock returns to the temple and locates the Opto Odd, which he uses to request the location of their equipment. Why did the women show them the Opto Odd? Yeah, they could have shown them. Well, yeah, that's the thing. They could have shown them literally anything. Well, I think also because they knew, like, like they didn't think like they would actually fight back. Like they Maybe. wouldn't, they wouldn't have the ability to fight back. So they're just like, I don't care. You guys are gonna be fucking old and right. like and decrepit. And they're like these guys don't have much cum. They're not that strong. <laughs> the one with pointy ears, he has a little bit more cum, but we I, don't have to worry about it. What's weird is like. They're, they 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 have less cum, but also more of it that's inside of them that's inside their asses. Like we can't <laughs> their have asses access to and their stomachs. And mm-hmm. God, this one, the 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 captain has it in his lungs. <laughs> He's <laughs> actually inhaled it. <laughs> <laughs> he just smokes sperm cigarettes. <laughs> He's vaping it. <laughs> right? he vaping, vaping fat clouds of Spock sperm. <laughs> um. These men, these men are at this point, their bodies are ninety nine percent cum. <laughs> <laughs> it's in their DNA. Just, they aren't even can, wearing clothes. Can you could, could you vape cum? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you could get one of those little vape things that you can put stuff in, like mm-hmm. one of the ones that's like for like you can put like flour in. Yeah, keep talking. And then like you just fill it with cum, uh, and then you could probably vape it. Keep talking. <laughs> No, please keep going. I'm sure there's a Vice article oh, where someone's tried that. Uh, uh, uh. That didn't work. No! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> so it's... Um, Spock returns to the temple and locates the Optod, which he uses to request the location of the equipment. It is revealed to him that uh, their equipment is located under Thela's throne, where he finds them and is able to contact the Enterprise. Suddenly, he is discovered and recaptured, but not before he is able to alert the Enterprise to send down an all-female security squad. He's Hells like, yeah. send, send Charlie's angels. <laughs> <laughs> And they don't get the reference. They're like, uh, Charlie? Who? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we we need, they they need more all lady uh, way teams. A hundred percent. You know what? You know what I'd like to see that on Mm. is Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Because they definitely have enough, like, strong, cool ladies to fill out a cool away team, I think. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they have a lot of really cool characters on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe next season. Maybe. Um, so we get another ship's log. Ship's log, supplemental. Lieutenant Uhura commanding. We have assembled an all-female rescue party in accordance with Mr. Spock's request. 
Lieutenant Uhura, Nurse Chapel, and their female security detachment transport down to the planet. And uh, they all like get on the transporter, and like, and every single one of them is wearing a dress. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. It's, they're battle skirts. Ba- yes, true, battle skirts. Yeah. You know, which I, I like, but it's like, I feel like everyone should be wearing that shit. Like, it's so much better. Yeah. Like, bring back the smocks, man. The smocks rocks. If anyone was going to bring it back, it should have been Scotty while he was in charge. I think it should have been Riker. Oh. Uh, he, 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 could, he could use the, the pretext that it's um, a kilt. No, because the kilt, kilts have tartan. Mm. Which is why, like, utila kilts are just miniskirts. Oh, yeah. And I like to point that out. I'm like, oh, that's a non-tartan kilt, so it's like a miniskirt. I love that when I first moved to Seattle, I thought that was the funniest store. Like, it's 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 not the funniest. It is objectively the gayest thing. <laughs> and not not I mean, it's it's gay in like the that's for dumb idiots kind of way. Like being gay can be cool, but that's the dumbest kind of gay. I mean, it was funny, like after I saw it and I just started seeing a million people in utility kilts. I it's just insane. I think it's I think, insane how many and, and the thing is like it's only like weird white dudes. Yeah. It's exclusively weird white with dudes. With big with big round calves and Yeah, big round calves and most of them are just like they've got like an a, a, a um unsettling amount of body hair that you can see. <laughs> um yeah. Don't know if they're wearing underwear or not. I'd like to check. Like to like to give the the tongue check if you know what I mean. Boop, boop, yeah, yeah. Boop, she, boop. You know if they, they sit on a seat somewhere and go after after and see if uh, look it up and see whether what not they were wearing them underwear. You know, see, see if they left behind any residue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have a little residue here. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Maybe a little preco. Maybe you sat down, read a book, had a little preco. <laughs> <laughs> little residue. So, um, uh, <laughs> so the the female security detachment transports down to the planet, <clears throat> and they are immediately greeted by Fila. But this time, her attitude is hostile. She's like, uh, "Competition." Yeah, she's like, uh, "You girls aren't part of the cool table." Yeah, these men are ours. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. our sugar daddies. Get your own. <laughs> uh, so Ahura demands the return of Captain Kirk, and only Captain Kirk. Yeah, <laughs> but Fila demands that they leave. Uh, the alien women approach them and are immediately stunned by the female security guards. Cool. Ahura orders the group to search the temple uh, in parties of two. Spock senses Nurse Chapel and directs them to his location, where they locate the now extremely aged Vulcan lying in a bed. They transport him back to the Enterprise. Perfect timing. You hear that transporting noise? Mm-hmm. We did it. Done did it. We done did it. Um, meanwhile, outside, a thunderstorm begins to approach. Kirk McCoy and Carver, still in the urn, attempt to escape but are trapped as it quickly begins to fill with rainwater yeah it's incredible that none of them know how to swim i that was strange to me <laughs> yeah it's just like if anything they're trapped it filling with water would help help you get out so if my recollection serves me correctly the only person on that ship i think we ever see swimming Star Trek Four, Spock. Yeah, the only yeah. person not in that urn. Wow, I guess they maybe don't have a lot of opportunities to swim. I mean, until they bring cetacean ops into the thing. In sick bay, uh, Nurse Chapel now removes the headband from Spock. 
He orders them to have a female engineer redirect all of the Enterprise's available energy, um, everything except for uh, minimum life support, into its deflector shields to block the probe coming from the planet's surface. Mm. The power of Horny is, like, so powerful that it's, like, you know, it's taking control of all the men. And it like, is. It's weird that none of the women are horny because of this. Yeah. I mean, they. I guess they... I, and it was before a time where they guess they realized, you know, or they acknowledged on TV. <laughs> that women is horny as hell. That women is horny, and mm-hmm. also women can be horny for each other. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> you Cause, bet. Because that's the thing. If, like, if they were just, like... Just like also seducing the women as well, like they, the enterprise would have been toast. Oh, 100%. And I would have enjoyed every second of it. Yeah. And that just I'm like, that's right. You get that. You get that ass. You get that ass, girls. All right, Thela. Yeah, you queen shit. You want some queen shit? You sit on that throne. You deserve it, girl. Yeah. That'd be funny if you were just like, I had a bisexual phase in college. <laughs> but I guess I can reignite it. I guess I can reignite it. You know, phases come and go, <laughs> especially if I come and you don't go. Uh, so Uhura returns to the surface and threatens to destroy the temple unless Captain Kirk and his men are released. Uh, Thiel is like, oh, they've released many times. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's all in the urn. <laughs> it's not water in there. They're drowning in. <laughs> drowning in their own juices. <laughs> Uh, marinates in its own juice, makes its own gravy. <laughs> makes its own gravy. <laughs> um, so Thela and Dara, uh, who's another one of these women, who's played by Nichelle Nichols, surrender and uh, use the opto-odd to explain to Ahura what their situation is. So the opto-odd reveals <clears throat> both sexes of the race from which they were descended, and Thela explains that they came to this planet when their homeworld began to die. They built the temple and all surrounding it, but did not know that the surface radiation which the planet emitted drained humanoid energy. The women's body developed a glandular secretion that enabled them to survive and to manipulate certain areas of the male's brain to influence their emotional senses, ultimately draining the men. And then they show a picture of like a beautiful blonde woman and just like this old shitty dark haired man. And it looked like basically every Italian couple I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. He did like have curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. when they came on the screen, uh, uh, I was watching it with my dad. I'm like, Oh, so they're just Italian people. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> funny if you had just had a mustache. <laughs> He's just holding a plate of spaghetti. <laughs> She's like, I'm a dying here. <laughs> hey, I'm dying. Oh, oh, I'm, my dad, I'm dying. The, took all my energy <laughs> oh they t- they, oh they t- i got hit and i don't have another another mushroom to make me alive make me dig again <laughs> I'm, I'm all out of one-ups so uh this caused all the men to weaken and die and they are not in fact in a different compound mm-hmm. but in a graveyard <laughs> <laughs> oh the, that's what they call the graveyard mm-hmm. they're in different compounds yeah, so they technically the com- did not lie yeah they're this yeah it's called compound grave Yeah, so uh, to survive, the females must revitalize themselves every 27 years. They are eternal prisoners because they neither age nor die, nor can they bear children. Mm. It sounds awesome. But but also, (laughs) to survive, the females must revitalize every 27 years. Mm. Why don't they just choose to die? Yeah. 
Like, if I were them, I'd be like, yeah, being an immortal sucks, so we're just not going to revitalize this year, and we're going to die. Yeah. They could. They literally could choose not to. Yeah, they say they are eternal prisoners uh, because they can neither age nor die nor bear children, but they can die if they don't revitalize themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, or does it mean they just, like, age and, like, never die? Because that'd be something, I Man, guess. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like uh, Zardoz. Yeah. I thought a lot. I was like, oh, this reminds me of Zardoz. It is a little Zardoz-ish. Yeah, except, but Zardoz like, rocks. Except when, like, when they got the ability to, uh, when they lost their immortality, they just immediately started killing themselves and each other. <laughs> yeah, Zardoz rocks, dude. Uh, so... Ahura still demands to know the location of the men, and the Opto-Odd is asked to reveal their location. It shows them floating in water, but it doesn't show the urn. Um, and Thela reveals that the closest body of water is many Cusacks from the temple. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, what? <laughs> well, it's it's based on lengths of John Cusack. <laughs> John, oh, so it's, it's like 45 feet away. They're like, <laughs> it's, it's eight and a half Cusacks. It's eight, eight Cusacks. Like, she's like, oh, that's far. And they're like, no. <laughs> ah, that planet is 200 million Cusacks away. <laughs> <laughs> so her realize it is not a body of water, but perhaps a pool or a tub. And it turns out it is one of the hot tubs at a bathhouse. <laughs> and it's it's not actually the, the crew, but it's just three old gay men who look exactly like them who are about to blow each so other. So those were the people who were stealing all the cum all along. <laughs> and if you've ever wondered where the uh, the picture from uh, LemonParty.org came from, mm. this episode right here. Oh, really? That's yeah. interesting. That's that's a good origin, uh-huh. origin story. It's a good orgy story. Orgy story. <laughs> mm. I think those guys are dead. They have to be. That no, me. no, they're fucking immortal. <laughs> they're fucking le- le- legends never die, man. Yeah. Legends never die. As long as they're in our hearts, they're still alive. Yeah, they they live on in our hearts and scattered socks around my <laughs> my bedroom floor. <laughs> Her realizes it's not a body of water, but it is in fact a urn full of cum. <laughs> You know that's that's uh, another another who joins the the police dogs in purgatory, just un, 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 unfertilized sperm. <laughs> that, that's true. Uh, purgatory. You know, you always see purgatory, and it's just like a big white room. Basically, yeah. it's actually a big pool of cum. <laughs> yeah. Or it's just like I mean, a big pool of cum with a bunch of police dogs waiting around in it. <laughs> like one of your socks just falls in there. It's like a laundry, bunch of laundry shoes. That's socks. where the socks go. They don't get eaten by the oh dryer. My God. Yeah. So, so right. So the socks that quote unquote get eaten by your dryer are just the cum socks that are tired of your abuse and they go to purgatory. <laughs> they, go to purgatory. They, they off themselves in the dryer and decide to go to purgatory <laughs> to be to be chewed for eternity by a police dog police that's dog. swimming in semen. <laughs> yeah, just, just police dogs fighting over cum socks. <laughs> <laughs> While they're trying not to drown in a lake full of cum. God, there's just constant cum spurts coming from the, from, from the ceiling. Just it's, from all the men in the world. It's, <laughs> jacking off. It's, it's like uh, the produce section at a grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Just spraying. Just, the dogs get misted with cum every hour <laughs> they're all crusted over <laughs> everything stinks <laughs> <Just> like... 
This, it really, and then purgatory just becomes a form just, of hell for them. Just a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of Catholic dudes on the side being like, what have we gotten ourselves into? <laughs> yeah, yeah the, there are like the few people that do actually go to purgatory who aren't police dogs or cum. <laughs> or like, cum socks. Or cum socks. And like, this is the worst. Pl- Am I in hell? This is hell. This has to be hell. <laughs> so, um,. Her and one of her security officers locate the urmful of cum and destroy it with their phasers. Uh, releasing the water, I'm sorry, the cum, and the trapped crew members. And they're like, oh, we were just about to get off. <laughs> hey. What are you doing over here? I paid for that. <laughs> I paid for that experience. Um, so they are quickly returned to the sick bay of the Enterprise. Uh, Chapel tries everything uh, she knows in her attempt to reverse the aging process, but she fails. Spock suggests that the transporter is the key to their age restoration because it holds the molecular pattern of their original bodies when they beam down, assuming that the transport buffer would actually hold your information, which they've said in other episodes that it doesn't. Yeah, and that would dis- that would uh, th- that would mean you could potentially be immortal. Yes, which like. I mean is cool, but it's like, and I guess you possibly could, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, as we know, uh, the transporter doesn't transport you back. No. It kills you and makes a new version of you. According to Star Trek, they say it's quantum transportation, which is actually like an, uh, it breaks them down and revi- and does it, and, and like, I think like Riker said it, like it mm-hmm. doesn't kill you. Like, it does though. <laughs> it does because it reconstitutes your body out of a computer's memory. Yeah. It doesn't actually take your physical form and put it in a different place. It 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 takes all of your physical being, makes it information, relays the information and then reconstructs your body from that information. If if you think the human body is made out of information, then I guess you could make the the claim, but I I don't think it is. Damn. It's made out of cum. That's a great way to just like hack hack yourself. Be like bigger dick, <laughs> and then just like and then just like transport, and you're like, yes. That, that's uh, uh, that's how uh, Lieutenant Eric happened. He's actually a human. <laughs> yeah. so he's like, I want two penises. Uh, uh, I guess, uh, I guess like matter, since matter can't be destroyed, uh, it has to it, or created. It has to be like from something I already have. So uh, I, I, I'll, I'll sacrifice one of my legs. <laughs> I mean, would it be better to have one dick and two legs? Or two dicks in one leg. <laughs> Ask yourself that question. I could always use one as a crutch if I get it hot enough. Yeah, one, one, the one he does have to end up using as a leg is all callous. <laughs> <laughs> just like from being on the ground all the time and just walking. Like it looks like a foot does. It starts, it starts to take on the on the on uh, the appearance of a foot on the bottom. It's it's, it's calloused, but it's still like constantly seeping out, like uh, <laughs> like like pre cum. And so it's like one of those sticky hands you get from the vending machine, and it's constantly. <laughs> Like picking up dirt on the ground, and he has, he has to always wash it off. It's been like running is incredibly erotic to him. He's just like, ah, oh, painful. Like, he's like, ow, ow, oh, I'm coming, oh, I'm coming, oh, I hate that I'm coming. And they're all like, wow, like, uh, Mr. like, uh, Eric's great, but. 
leaves that weird trail of of, of goo <laughs> residue behind him <laughs> whenever he goes. Like uh, you know, it's an, uh, you know, but you know, we, we we accept all aliens in the future, so we accept him for 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 his insane. But they don't know actually know it's like some weird. He actually was human at one point. And just, <laughs> yeah, like, modified himself <laughs> to this to this weird creature that I'm the cum monster <laughs> I'm the cum monster I need an extra arm just so I can jack off <laughs> <laughs> one for the ass one for the cock one for the cock part too <laughs> there we go baby <laughs> <laughs> so Spark suggests uh, that the transport is the key to their age restoration because it holds their molecular pattern of the original bodies. Although feasible, this procedure has never been attempted before somehow. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, Spark states that the odds are against them 99.7 to 1. But he's talking about 99.7 The Rock. <laughs> 99.7 The Rock. Um, so he says if it fails, their patterns will break up and scatter into space. Like, come into a sock. <laughs> like, like a cum sock into purgatory. Like, cu- like cum sock in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you blew your load like a cum sock in the wind. Um, so Scotty, who uh, despite still being drunk and having a severe headache um, that all the other men seem to have is no longer affected by the alien probe mm. because he's drunk yes. and he's more affected by the alcohol. <laughs> um, he's got whiskey dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he uh, fucking, whereas Eric has two of them. <laughs> yeah. The Scottish <laughs> people have dicks. zero. Scottish people have zero. Oh, that's right. He has dub- have, double whiskey liver. He's got double whiskey liver. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's new soy drink canon is Scottish people have two, have two, livers. two livers and no, no penis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that that's uh memory alpha canon for us. <laughs> yeah, we should we should include that in memory alpha. There's <laughs> <laughs> like who keeps I'm doing James this? Duhan's page. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we get banned. Hell yeah. So uh back on the temple planet. Thela destroys the Opto-Odd, the probe that lured the men to the planet with a phaser, as part of a prearranged agreement with the Enterprise. Uhura explains uh, that... uh, Oh, actually, one second. Uh, So, before that, uh, Scotty hits the transporter, uh, going by Spock's plan, and the four age crewmen to the planet's surface and prepares to transport them back aboard upon reprogramming the transporter. Despite them not showing up for a few brief moments, uh, it's successful eventually. And uh, Mm -hmm. they're back to their normal selves, which I don't know why they had to transport them back to the planet. and then. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, they could have just transported them in the transporter room. I do like what Yuhura says when once they transport back. What does she say? She's like uh, about about uh, Kirk. She's like, and just as handsome as ever. Oh, that's right. Or more handsome than ever. Yeah, more handsome than before. I'm like, God damn it. Like, yeah. Like like, fucking Nichelle Nichols hated him. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if like... uh, 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 like Shatner read the original sc- initial script, and he was just like, mm, and sent it back with like a sticky note that says like, "Make you her say this." I bet Nichelle Nichols is like contractually obligated to compliment him at least three times <laughs> <Yeah>. per season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's just like, oh. like the original one is like, oh, and his skin is so beautiful and white. <laughs> <laughs> And look at that delightful bulge on the front of his pants. Oh, and look at all that natural hair. (laughs) No way he wears a wig. (laughs) 
Um, so back he on the he doesn't have a pig's penis. <laughs> A corkscrew dick. <laughs> he, he can come just like regular men. <laughs> that, that is something Captain Kirk or someone in the past known as William Shatner does not have. William Shatner does not have a pig's corkscrew penis. <laughs> oh, wow. Captain Kirk, you're back and you're not constantly leaking free cum. <laughs> not... Wow, and amazing. He has full control of his bowels. <laughs> I've heard that I, the rumors that he wears a diaper are completely unfounded and untrue. I can't <laughs> oh, oh, Captain Kirk, welcome back. And just like a big boy, you no longer need a diaper. <laughs> So, back on the temple planet, uh, Thela destroys the Opdod, the probe that lured the men to the planet, with a phaser as part of a prearranged agreement with the Enterprise. Ahura explains that a crew of women will bring a ship back to transport the alien women to the first suitable planet, where, according to Dr. McCoy, their physiology will return to normal within a few months, ultimately offering them a better future than immortality. The end. <laughs> what do you think about this episode? It was all right. It was just kind of. It was kind of silly. It sucked, dude. <laughs> it's a, there was so they like burned so much time in this episode. There yeah. was several scenes where it just showed like the Enterprise floating through space for like ten or twenty seconds with like no dialogue. There was like the twenty or thirty seconds of the Welsh thing where it's just like James Doohan going, "Oh, the bar in my mother." They, prob- they probably were like, "Oh crap, this episode's running lo- <laughs> running short." Uh, uh, James Doohan sing. So, so whereas uh, the previous episodes of the show have really felt like they took uh, longer TOS episodes and condensed them down, mm-hmm. this feels like they took a five-minute premise and, like, strung it out yeah. until it's, like, you know, a good 22 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, like, the, you know, it has, like, it's a silly gender politics of just, like, you know, it's, like, Oh, the women have to be in charge because the men are mm-hmm. are doing this. And you know, what would be awesome um, is if they like sent. Uh, you know, they say at the end they need to send a crew of women mm-hmm. to like transport them. It'd be awesome if they just sent a crew of, like trans women. Oh yeah, yeah, fully trans ship. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> trans warp drive. Trans warp drive. Trans warp drive. Trans warp. Okay. It's a. It's like when it's like uh, once it goes fast enough, everyone becomes trans. That's pretty sick yeah. <laughs> yeah like uh we went so fast until a cell instead of turning into salamanders we just got rid of gender yeah we just got rid of gender like uh you know the the ship is like oh well you're advanced enough now you don't need fucking oh gender. you know what? that's that's the way they could have dealt with it they could have sent, sent the genderless race that Riker wanted to bang Ooh, the soren yeah that's yeah. actually a good point yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. interesting wouldn't it be great if there was just another planet that did this to women but the women are like just, they're like, uh, I don't know. They're kind of creepy, but they keep calling us. I don't think we should go. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, like this mean, would never happen to women. I mean, it is just like a modern day siren story. And just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and just like luring, luring um, uh, sailors to their doom. Yeah, and um, 
but it's like you know those stories they never have women on the ship so they're so like, i guess like they're probably like taking the siren aspect of like oh shit well there's women on the ship uh, yeah. well, well they can be the heroes yeah they can be the heroes let them be the heroes for yeah. this episode hell yeah <laughs> and you know yeah, good, good for them i i liked how this episode centered women too bad mm-hmm. it was bad episode <laughs> and, yeah. and also the women were the villains which didn't make them much better so, no, but at the end they 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 free them but yeah like as you said they could have just but, died yeah but only after like having to like, you know the men almost drown in an full of cum and a whole bunch of other stuff yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it was a whatever it was you know and plus like the animation of course was very dog s- very dog shit like yeah. um like of course you see lots of uh dust on the on the cells oh yeah when the ship's yeah. going by this is only the fourth episode i mean i guess the sixth in production so mm-hmm. they've used those cells a bunch but yeah still. yeah there was a lot of dust on it mm-hmm. not no dog hair yet though. no dog hair i don't think dog hair comes till maybe late <laughs> season one early season two yeah. when like this guy's just like di- like like the the their whole production gets like even shittier and like and he's like doing and he's like making, making these making the animation like this in a place that doesn't even have a door that closes it's so, just his bedroom yeah, so, just... so dogs are our straight dogs are running in and out he's like get the fuck out of here hey 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 if you don't stop it i'm gonna send you to purgatory with the rest of the canines all right <laughs> Oh, be, wait. You you're bastards. in the big lake of cum? You bastard strays. <laughs> you ain't part of the police force. You go straight to heaven. <laughs> uh, you, you were going to help some toddler, you know, that's in, dis- in danger. And you're going to go to heaven. Yeah, the police dogs, where you have a conflicted t- story, where you, you're co- your dogs, but you're cops. So you can't go to heaven or hell. You go to purgatory. There's nothing but a sea of cum socks, and you're all fighting over the cum socks because it's the only thing to eat in purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> and a few people, the only, that, thing, the only thing to eat is cum socks, and the only thing to drink is cum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds like hell, pure hell to me. Hey, but it's heaven to some. It's heaven to some, which is why I'm leading a very balanced life. I try to live as neutrally as possible so I can see the purgatory for myself and swim in the great cum lakes and pet the canine dogs. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. So uh, that's that's what's happening in TAS. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm like, oh, this is where they lose the trail. Because up, <laughs> yeah. up until now, like the first two episodes were like, oh, that was good. The last yeah. episode, I was like, okay. Yeah. This episode is like, oh, no. <laughs> well, that's that's why they probably have to bring in the cat girl. Yeah, the Cation. Look. I'm looking forward to the Cation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to that cat girl. Hell, yeah. We love a cat girl. Yeah. We love a cat girl. Hell, yeah. All right. Well, I guess with that, mm-hmm. it's time for us to warp away. Be well. Travel safe. And as Soy Trek rule of assfuckquisition number 112 says... Don't, um, <laughs> don't, um, don't, don't, <laughs> just, just don't, <laughs> don't sell a cum sock and tell a kid it's a Twinkie. <laughs> what? You never heard that joke? No. What? Can't remember it now. It's not a good one. I don't it's think. not a good don't, one. Don't sell a kid a cum sock and tell him it's a Twinkie? Yeah. Because <laughs> then like he'll say, then, um, then he'll resell it. And then, and then be like, "Ha, jokes on him! I already sucked all the cream out." 
I don't know. Should edit that out. It's a dumb joke. (laughs) (laughs) If you're the type of person who can mistake a sock. (laughs) Oh, wait, the guy, the guy, that's right. The guy's cum sock falls out the window and a kid finds it and he tries to, and he has rebuys it from him. And the kid goes, ha, jokes on him. I already sucked the cream out of that Twinkie. I don't know why he wanted it so bad. <laughs> How about this joke? Yeah. A guy is a uh, guy is second floor of his apartment, mm-hmm. jerking off into a sock. Yeah. His window's open, strong breeze out, and it uh, just as he's about to come, whoa, 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 whoa! The cum sock falls out the window. Right. Mm-hmm. He looks out the window, and right below, there's a kid. Right, mm-hmm. and he sees the kid picking up the cum sock. So mm-hmm. he goes downstairs. And uh, it's like, hey, kid, did you see a sock anywhere? He's like, no, but I found this Twinkie. <laughs> and the guy's like, that's my cum sock. <laughs> and the kid's like, oh, well, I already lapped up all the cum out of it. <laughs> I was about to say, oh, you have heard this joke before, and then you did. <laughs> joke. That's a story from when I was 12. <laughs> wow. Hey. That's how I met my uncle. <laughs> Brit origins. Brit orgies. <laughs> so I guess with that, it's time for us to warp away. Mm-hmm. Be well. Travel safe. Oh, I already said all that. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks oh. for checking with the soy boys, girls, and our woodly beans. Hang and dong and shocker. Soy 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 so